After rumours had been circulating in Brussels earlier this week, the Commission confirmed that the publication of the Digital Services Act and the Digital Markets Act would be pushed back to December the 15th. This week we have all the latest on the plans, including the Commission's direction of travel with regards to the functionality of the DMA's new competition tool. Welcome to your Active's Digital Brief podcast, where we bring you a specially curated tech story from the week in the world of EU politics and policy. For a full breakdown of all the most important stories over the past seven days in this patch, sign up to my free newsletter or take a look at it online at youractive.com. My name is Samuel Stolton and this is Youractive's Digital Brief podcast. This episode is powered by Google. YouTube supports the European Commission's goal to create a more responsible internet with the Digital Services Act. YouTube's business and continued success demands that we protect our community of users, creators, and advertisers. To learn more about how YouTube manages content, go to youtube.com forward slash how YouTube works. Our big scoop this week covered the European Commission's market investigation tool that is expected to feature as part of the upcoming Digital Markets Act. We got inside information earlier this week that the tool will be scaled down and its powers limited after the EU executive's internal review panel raised concerns over its operation. The Commission's Regulatory Scrutiny Board, an independent body that advises the executive on its legislative texts, is believed to have recently aired its opposition to the plans for a second time on the details of the tool in the Digital Markets Act. Euractiv has learned that following criticism from the Regulatory Scrutiny Board, the power of the tool is likely to be restricted. The apparatus is to be stripped of capacities that would have allowed it to impose remedies for uncovering market failures because of concerns the board has over the legal basis of the tool in light of powers that EU competition regulators already have. Remember that every legislative proposal the Commission puts forward needs to have a legal basis as defined in the treaty. Commission officials have informed me that the tool will predominantly be an internal market instrument based on Article 114 of the treaty. This of course then restricts any such capacity of the tool to invoke more robust competition measures as would have been possible under other protocols such as Article 352. In essence, defining the legal basis of the tool in the Digital Markets Act will give a bold and clear indication into what the DMA is actually able to achieve in practice. Our report this week indicates that the operation of the tool, at least, is likely to be restricted to an internal market scope, thereby failing to achieve the objectives that the instrument had originally envisaged in terms of imposing remedies. In this vein, investigations conducted with the market tool are only likely to lead to new services being added to the scope of ex-ante rules, new companies being designated as gatekeepers, and certain new practices being regulated. But of course, all that could change. There are still a number of days left until the final presentation of the Digital Markets Act and the Digital Services Act, where the Commission will have to decide how robust it wants to be in terms of equipping the tool with appropriate competition powers. 
And that's all we've got time for this week. Please remember that online with us you can get a comprehensive breakdown of all the tech stories in the EU politics and policy domain with my free digital brief newsletter. Sign up online today and don't forget to also subscribe to this podcast, which is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and Amazon Music. I've been Samuel Stolton and thank you for listening. 